0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who has been wanked off by the hand of a hundred year old ventriloquist dummy. It's Richard Herring. Thank you very much. Lovely to see you. Thanks for coming. You're much better than last week's audience. <laughs> so, um doesn't work. Um, so uh, welcome to Rich Haring's Lesser Square Theatre podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahel Esteper. Rahel Esteper. Just got. I've just got there with that now and it's, and it's over. It's the last one. This is the last in the series. We're doing a double header. It's a menage Artois today. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. If I can interview two people at once, I could barely interview one person at once. So will it be better with two or worse? I don't know. Um, the big news, some big news, uh, England have lost at football. We were discussing this before, me and my friends here at the Letter Square Theatre. But I think the problem with football is that, um, is that you know, there aren't enough scoring opportunities. There's a, bit, there's a chance for a rubbish team like England to progress well because you can just all line up in the goal like I used to when I was at school and then no one can get the ball in. I think they've got, they've got to be extra points. That's what they should... Don't you think there should be points for, like, if you pass ten times in a row?
1: That's a goal.
0: That counts as one goal. If I, I think if you can do a keepy-uppy for 30 seconds during the game, five points you should get for that. If you save... What about this? If you save a goal, you get a, you get a goal. <laughs> I think that would be good. That would, it would liven things up a bit. Uh, if you can just keep the ball on the centre spot for thirty seconds without it moving, a thousand points. It'd be fun. And then and then the correct team would win. Or just at the end, if it's a draw right at the end, then it goes to like Eurovision and then they vote in the countries. It would mean England would never win a football. There you go. That's the same as same as now. Uh, and the big news of the week, of course, Jimmy Carr has been in trouble for. Uh, evading his taxes is that the right word for it uh, and uh, but uh, it's quite interesting to me because i think he actually you know it's a satirist's job really is to bring down the government and expose corruption in the government. And no satirist ever fucking achieved that. Ever Spitting him has just made Margaret Thatcher look more powerful and prolonged her reign by taking the piss out of her. Jimmy Carr has actually done something which might bring down a government. <laughs> Admittedly, accidentally, he wouldn't intend to do it, but, <laughs> by you know, you could say he was satirically failing to pay his tax. <laughs> to- <laughs> to expose the, you know, the rotten core of our society. And he's managed to achieve something that no other comedian has managed. And, and the way David Cameron's all reacted, he just looks like a, an idiot. So he's made David Cameron look foolish for daring to have moral authority over anything. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, so well done to Jimmy Carr. I think if you see him in the street, bow down and give, maybe give him a fiver. Because... Uh, <laughs> Because in the end, I think we'll get more tax as a result of uh, coming in as a... Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll close the loophole, but I think another one might open. That's my guess. Don't call, you may call me cynical, uh, but I'm not the only one, as John Lennon failed to say. Um, but anyway, look, I want to crack on because we've got two guests and uh, this could go on for hours. Literally, I might, you know, I might just see how... I kind of have a dream of this, that we just carry on talking until someone falls asleep. Oh, I'm, not in the audience, that would take me too short, but on stage... Um, if Armando Unici just is kind of over and snoring, we'll, we'll, end, the, we'll end the podcast. But we've we got two guests, two fantastically successful people in the world of comedy. Just doing this show has really made me feel terrible. I would say, just say every week I have to come in and meet people who've succeeded at my job. And I, I want to go, why haven't I done as well as you, you fuckers? Um, which I may ask them this week. I may finally break... What did you have that I didn't have apart from talent and the uh, ambition to do it properly? (laughs)
1: Um,
0: (laughs) And coming up with good ideas. That's those are the things I've answered my own question I don't have to ask them but uh, we've got two fantastic guests I'm going to bring them out one at a time so we can give them a fantastic round of applause will you please welcome uh, the man he was that Irish bloke in uh, Alan Partridge remember who he was trying to give Alan Partridge I don't know what he's been up to since then but that was fucking brilliant Uh, I think he did I don't know why he's not doing more acting will you please welcome Graham Linehan, ladies and gentlemen here he is there he is Thank you very much. Sit down, make yourself at home. And um, somebody else, we've got two guests. Someone else you probably know best as the script editor from Radio 4's The End of the Road Show. a show that claimed he was diphylactic. That went out on Radio 4. I don't know, we'll ask him if he is diphylactic, whether that was true or false. Uh, we can find out. He has recently been made... An OBE of the British Empire. It's like an order of the British Empire of the British Empire. So we'll have to genderflect. Will you please welcome Armando Yiannucci. Come in, sit
1: down. Lovely to have you here, boys.
0: So, um... Now you are an OBE.
2: Yeah. Do you know you can upgrade to CBE using <laughs> British Airways Avials? Port, so. I did not know that. Oh,
0: yes. Is it, you, now, when they do you now? it's the establishment that told me all this? If I say stuff. the Queen is a fucking wanker, yeah. do you have to get me you, with a rapier you have to now or something? No, I,
2: but I know someone who can have you executed. <laughs> yeah. I've been given their personal number. But, <laughs> they yes. can just step in. In my little book that I get. Did you, ever, did you have
0: um, any second? When you got, knew you were going to get offered an OBE, did you yeah. think, I, I better not take that?
3: All right. <laughs> there was or, a
2: little bit. Is it? There isn't. Is that
3: is that it, moment is taken up by ringing your mum. <laughs> yes, <I> know, exactly. <laughs> there's a there's, there's bit of me
2: that thought, oh, no, I shouldn't really. And there's another bit that just thought, this is really, really funny. <laughs> And I, am afraid I went for the funny yeah. and the ringing mum to say I've got an OBE. You well, it's know,
0: free. It's free. It's free. they give you a little medal, you know, that you can. And the I know I've think. got
2: to go to Buckingham Palace yeah. to get it, uh... and then
0: they give you a small one as well for special occasions. I think well, we had. You're not the first OBE. Well, we like had a had blue Peter show. badge.
2: It's that. like That's a smaller version.
0: Jonathan Ross, unbelievably, I couldn't oh, believe yes. it. Jonathan Ross yeah. has got. I hope you wouldn't think that. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, at least i does proper satire and stuff. He doesn't just <laughs> ring up people's grandads. <laughs> Say awful things. I don't think he's done any awful things, so he wouldn't be able to do that. So, has he but got an OBE? He's got an OBE as well, no, no, no. which I was gobsmacked about. I can't yeah. believe it. I mean, that to me slightly devalues your OBE.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they are giving it to Jonathan Ross. I wonder if I can retrospectively turn it down and <laughs> in hope that I get something better. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You could be a lord. You get if you get, if you're a lord, you get three hundred pounds a day for turning up. Now. Oh, really? They're changing it. It used to be. I saw this in the news. It used to get you get guaranteed uh, income as a lord. Mm-hmm. It used to be about sixty k, I think, a year. Mm-hmm. But now they're changing it. You have to get you get three hundred pounds every day. You go in. <laughs> but only if you go in. You have to go in to get your 300 quid. But I think that's what I'd, I'd do that. Whole you? system's gone. That's not to you. You just they... have to go and sit in the House of Lords for that's the day. That's right. 300 quid.
2: Smelling Margaret
0: Thatcher's farts. I mean, <laughs> just... <laughs> Does she still go? She can't go in. She does go in, Does she in? still yes. go in? She's occasionally there, she can't, yes. Doesn't She went down the shops to buy that <laughs> <laughs> about a bottle of milk. was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was either her or Jennifer Saunders. I can't remember who yes. it was. <laughs> did, you see, did you see the Margaret Thatcher film? Yes. That's what I was referring to. No, I, I, know, thought I, I, know, yes. I thought clever people got Yes. I
3: thought rather like Margaret Thatcher. This Thacher is another image. thing I won't be able to talk about. All oh, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you not see it? Not no. It was...
1: But it was like... <laughs> I, Meryl, let's, let's do
0: that for 15 Meryl minutes. Meryl Streep was... Uh, Meryl Streep was basically doing an impression of Jennifer Saunders, I thought. It was just was, all the way, yes. Jennifer Saunders.
2: <laughs> and, the, and the film, rather like Margaret Thatcher, was nuts. It was just a demented film. I didn't understand what it was f- about. or well, well, I knew what it was about, but
3: <laughs> why it was out there. I didn't know why it was out there. I saw Prometheus. Yes. <laughs> I can talk about Prometheus. Oh, Let's we'll okay. talk about that next. Actually, no, I haven't seen Prometheus. Oh. <laughs> Do
0: you know what? It's what I, did, what I genuinely didn't realise when I went to see it. And I saw it quite early on. I didn't know it was anything to do with Alien. Yeah, I found that about it. My wife said, let's go and see Prometheus." I said, shall we look and see what it's about? First, she said, no. I said, what? We saw sort of a picture of Big Head. So, oh. I said, I didn't really want to go. I wanted to go and see the Avengers. But
3: to be, to be on see the it. internet.
0: I was watching. And I, well, it, we couldn't get on the internet. I was trying to look it up. <laughs> and uh, and no, no one had mentioned it to me. And I, was, <laughs> I was watching it going, this is a bit like Alien. It's a bit too much like Alien, really. They, they've
1: gone. <laughs> And it
0: generally wasn't until they. Uh, uh, spoiler alert! Oh no, no, don't! <laughs> I, <laughs> haven't you
1: know, I haven't seen no. it. I haven't seen it. At the, uh,
0: at the end, there's, the end, there's no. an alien. <laughs> oh no, <no, no>. We're still <laughs> in that some. period you where I'm allowed out, to say spoiler alert. You find alert. out how the no, alien no, was made.
3: I'm to no. ruin about your the podcast. Fucking, podcast.
0: It's about you know it's about alien. It's about the pre will. Oh, no. alien There's going to be some fucking aliens in it.
2: I saw it more as a prequel to Thelma and Louise.
3: <laughs> Is he Snoop Dogg's uh, tweet today? No. He just said, oh, just watch Thelma and Louise. Bit of a tear in my eye. <laughs> Snoop Dogg? <laughs> I love the idea of watching it with him on a kind of girly night. <laughs> anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry. sorry. I, I enjoyed when uh, in the Thatcher film, where uh, Aerie Neve got blown up that's not what I enjoyed I'm not Oh, uh, spoiler alert it. God's sake <laughs> spoiler alert, he escaped from Colditz. if you're going to watch that film as well um, but Margaret Thatcher was in the car park you know he came he was blown yeah, up coming out of the him car him park going, airy, they airy. were both getting in their cars in the car park Margaret Thatcher getting in the car Yeah. he got blown up she ran out and was the first on the scene yeah. I don't no. think that really?
1: happened <laughs>
0: I think if, if Margaret Thatcher was in that car park she fucking bolted the other way <laughs>
2: He there got was... blown up and she shouted, airy by name, airy by
1: nature.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, so we shouldn't really have brought this up with uh, Graham. Yeah, this
0: is terrible. I've got to see more films. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Do you think get the to IRA shake... Bill blew him up because his name
2: was too much like the
0: IRA? <laughs> <laughs> it's called IRA. I- I- yeah, it can't
2: be two. <laughs> but it can only be one. You might get to shake hands with the Queen this week. Are you not. Uh... What's that? Are we, is this a bit? I'm just lumping you with all the
3: Irish. <laughs> are all the Irish shaking hands with the Queen? Yes, weren't you invited? Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't realise. I'm sorry. I'm not my mother. I'm not like. A, my mother is absolutely fascinated by uh, all this stuff. She, she, she literally phones and she says, "What are, what are people?" Talking about about Charles at the moment. What's uh, going on? With, she, she really thinks that everybody goes on the street and kind of goes. Yes, yeah, so, what's happening? Did you see that he uh, he's going to Africa next week for a few weeks? I think that might be I think that might be a good trip for him at this stage. <laughs> you know, we, we, I don't talk about him. <laughs>
0: Well, Amanda, is now yeah, getting I know. his act Did you get a special key to a little club you can go to where only OBEs
2: are allowed? No, it doesn't the... work like that, uh, Richard. Uh... LAUGHTER <laughs> It should a, be. There's got to be some perks.
3: There, does something happen to your name? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do, do, we have, do we have to call you my lord? Oh, my lady. No, just your grace will be fine. Your grace. <laughs> For the
2: purposes of this evening. No, I, I think I'm technically allowed to use the initials OBE at the end of my
3: yeah. name, but obviously I'm not, not going to do that.
0: You have to <laughs> do There was that. a
3: brilliant interview with uh, D- uh, David Frost, Sir David Frost, yeah. and uh, uh, I think it was Lynn Truss or someone, and she right. said she rates people mm-hmm. who are titled on how seriously they take their title. <laughs> right. she, oh, yeah. she said, I'll give him a seven, because when I called him David, he didn't object, but when he picked up the phone, he said, "Sir David Frost."
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are some people who absolutely. There are some actors who absolutely insist oh, yeah. on being Sir called Sir Ben too. Kingsley.
2: Yeah. Oh, does he? Sir Ben Kingsley. Oh, we don't want to get on the wrong side of him. Oh. Oh. So, so if
3: cars coming from you go, Ben, Sir Ben. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And Lord Allen, Lord Allen, sugar. Yes. Oh, really? Lord oh, Alan. yes. Well, you don't want to. Uh, the, my favourite thing about Allen Sugar is. Uh, sorry, I'll 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 go for the uh, the vernacular. Uh, but my favourite thing about him was he was on Twitter and uh, someone said, um, someone corrected him in this very light way. They said, "Oh, you great nana, you great nana. You can't say that, you great nana." And his reply was, "Shut up, scum." <laughs> <laughs> Lord Alan Sugar.
0: <laughs> Technically, he is correct. They are, yes. uh, to Armando, him, to him. Oh, you can now do that as well. You can start... I was once,
2: once at a table
0: at the <laughs> BAFTAs yes.
2: uh, next to Alan Sugar's table, and, and I was watching Alan Sugar because I thought, he's, surely he's nothing like how he is on the telly with all that. You're fired! And I actually, this is absolutely true. Somebody came up to him and said, do you know where the ladies are? And he went, the ladies, over there!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you've
2: got a gimmick you've got to use it he's
0: shrinking his head's shrinking up a bit though isn't he? he's um, turning into kind of frightening skeleton version of himself <laughs> what do you think I'm sli- I find him slightly terrifying now he and he can't say resume and that is my main problem with <laughs> really? he Did says resume, say resume resume
3: well, resume I, I do that with some words <laughs> yeah. I keep saying hyperbole yeah. <laughs> I can't get out of it I'm in interviews that are going to go out and then someone says oh can you tweet this link to the uh, podcast you did or whatever and I listen to it back barking hyperbole there's a lot of hyperbole about these things and I, and I can't really forward that to anyone sorry it's the, it's the, <laughs> the hyperball is the biggest event in the Americas exactly. <laughs> once every hundred
2: years <laughs> 55 <laughs> baseball teams compete <laughs> Uh, on one side of the pitch well, 159 American football teams on the other the old Charger he does in the middle, middle and it's your 15 minute commercial for the new iPod <laughs> <laughs> and that's the hyperball. <laughs> oh man. So what
0: do you think mm. of the Jimmy Carr tax
2: situation, <laughs> well, fellas? Well, that, that broke the week that every columnist was having a go at me for having an OBE. It's so, it. I thought, thank Christ for Jimmy Carr. <laughs> 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 More power to his
3: elbow, I thought, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, you know, obviously should pay tax and stuff. But the thing is, I think he, he basically, didn't he say in his apology that he said, to uh, his, his accountant said, Do you want to save two million quid? And he said, Yeah. He says, It's completely legal. Said, oh, okay, yeah. And he did that. Yeah. And then it's in the news. <laughs> you know? And I kind of see how that might happen. Because yeah. I, I hate all that tax. Bollocks as well, <laughs> yeah. and I do. I do hire someone to take care of it. Yeah. he's a bloke. He's got a cigarette like that. <laughs> you want? You want to save someone? Uh, he's, sorted, right. he's sorted. He's sorted. He's sorted. sorted. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, can't be traced.
2: <laughs> he does.
3: He does wink a lot. He winks a lot.
0: <laughs> so
2: if it's funny, it's money. <laughs> it's. Uh, uh,
0: Aren't, aren't writers in Ireland tax exempt anyway if you're a writer. oh
3: yeah no if you're an, if you're an artist you're yeah. you're you're tax ex- exempt you're so not an artist, so though. we went to we, <laughs> we thought we thought, and this is uh, again uh, incredible this beyond the cover of the times uh, but we thought oh maybe we should live in Ireland and then we won't have to pay tax and so we went back to Ireland for, for 2 years uh, uh, and uh, i didn't earn any money <laughs> 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 so we came back (laughs) you know no but you know there's a a thing to encourage artists to live in Ireland and and uh, unfortunately, it's not working. <laughs> I still don't want to live there. But um,
0: but it's interesting, I guess, whether comedians whether they should be held up as and satirists, which I think. Well, Jimmy the interesting Carr thing about him,
3: mm. what, what's interesting about Jimmy Carr is, is by virtue of not paying his tax, he was somehow elevated into a kind of socialist worker <laughs> uh, figure. You mm. know, I, Jimmy Carr is not a left-wing no. politician. He comes no. out, he does silly one-liners. You know, but suddenly Toby Young and all these people are kind of, you know, you know, just kind of launching themselves at him, and and the left in general. Yeah. Jimmy Carr is not part of the left. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was that's, it was weird. I felt aggrieved with... Alastair Cameron was accusing me of
2: betraying uh, <laughs> yes. the principles of Malcolm Tucker.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, I was so close but to Malcolm writing. Malcolm Tucker is a dangerous so cunt. I really, I I'm swear to God, I to this. I had my finger over the thing. Uh, and I was so close to saying, he's not a hero. Yeah. I was going to say, did you see the film? He started the fucking Iraq war.
0: <laughs> but to Alistair Campbell, he's presumably a hero, because he's
3: set up quite similar. There's, know, people he, there's all these people in life who... seem to get away with the worst shit Mm. and then they kind of go on chat shows and everyone's joking about how they serve chocolates to Jeremy Vine or whatever and it's like, well you know, he was responsible for the deaths of thousands and thousands of people, you know Mm. anyway, let's get into that now (laughs) (laughs) but
2: he would argue only once
3: (laughs) (laughs) so, you know Oh, I could have got a real round of applause if yeah, I followed through there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't do that. I, had, I, I must try and get on question time to learn how to yeah, really yeah, yeah. follow through. Get yeah. yeah. that round of applause.
0: It's what every comedian and comedy person's looking for, seven people applauding. <laughs> um, the other four, <laughs> the other 400 deciding not to join in. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of quite a strong But they're statement. friends
3: for life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so we had Stuart Lee on last week. Ah, nice. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, you both know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask because you've worked with Stuart Armando. Mm-hmm. Have you, when you've worked with him, mm-hmm. has there ever been like sort of broken things, just mis- <laughs> things mysteriously? Has <laughs> <laughs> anything? You just been like I don't know if you work in a place with the uh-huh. kitchen. where you've ever kind of the next day you've gone in and all the kitchen cupboards are smashed and stuff. No, no, Does he do know. that? Is that what it is? Well, there's was? a mystery last week. There was a mystery when I shared an Edinburgh flat with him. Yes. Me and him I had slightly heated words about nothing, and then the next morning all the cupboards in the
3: in the kitchen were punched
0: in. Really? No one. No one knows who did it. <laughs> this. And night. I was thinking as well. Last week I mentioned right at the end of the podcast that my in carpenter where I'm living in the block. flats, the. Yes. Uh, the front glass got all kicked in last week as well. I really? should have asked you if he'd that been in Harpenden recently. Oh, I it's mean, who's who's been doing. I just wanted to things are mysteriously. I tell you in. what,
3: though, this leads me on to an interesting story oh, that I can tell that you're involved in as well, which is one of the rare occasions because it makes no sense us being on stage. You know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, but one of the times it would have made sense about <laughs> Ian, is um, we did uh, armistice together and we used to oh, yes. we used to go to the um, we used to do it at the BBC hmm. and uh, there were little acts of vandalism that people would do which were like Andy Riley uh, there was like there were all these kind of um, paintings with kind of splashes of, of you know kind of vaguely Jackson Pollock type things mm. and Andy would just draw new little bits on it <laughs> yeah you know? that's right yeah he'd always do but the, but the other thing was twice we were in studios or we were in offices once was Big Break you know yeah. remember Big Break Jim, Jim Davidson <laughs> and uh, and Peter Bainham, there would always be cards on the walls Yes. and Peter was a master of writing things on the cards that he shouldn't, like they, they're, they're, all the cards would have guests of who's going to be on yes. you know so if you big break you see you know Bruce Forsyth or whatever you know and Peter wrote um, Vivian Westwood <laughs> and slipped it in <laughs> and the next week she was on the front
2: <laughs> well, but the, the sorry no 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 no. No, well, no, just one week I remember we were in the office that was used by Last of the Summer Wine oh, yes. they were yes. all out what filming on the summer location shoot and we were using their office and all the cards were up with a breakdown of each scene within each episode so it says you know compo says there's no way you're going to get me in that contraption <laughs> <laughs> and the next card said shot of compo in that contraption <laughs> And, and Andy Riley took one of those cards down and just know a new <laughs> new card that just says Compo bursts puppy with cock.
3: <laughs> no, that's not the one. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you didn't do the one I remember. Oh yeah. Because the one I remember was Compo finds body of child in burnt out car. <laughs> now, that would have been the Christmas episode. Uh. <laughs> and you know just leave it there and yeah. then you know they actually they actually filmed it <laughs> yeah. yeah but it didn't make compliance so they
0: uh, <laughs> they cut also, it also I mean when you've worked with Stuart yes has there ever been a point when you've maybe been nearly asleep and you've, <laughs> and you've woken up to find him masturbating you with a hundred year old ventriloquist stomach that's only
2: happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's,
0: his signature. That's his signature move. He did, That's, he did admit to that one, no. at least. They, you rich, did you I see thought...
3: the Nina Conti documentary?
0: Yes. Mm. Wasn't it amazing? It was amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. She's was doing an Edinburgh show. You must go and see Nina she's, she's extraordinary. I,
3: I
2: made a pilot with her. Oh, that yes. was
3: great. Yeah, the sitcom. Oh, the sitcom yeah, thing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she was
2: extraordinary because she does, she's this fantastic... She has this monkey called Monkey. <laughs> and... Um, the pilot was, you know, scripted, but there was a little bit of improvisation as well. And in one of the scripted scenes, she couldn't remember her line, but the monkey reminded her. And <laughs> <laughs> on, on another scene where we were improvising, the monkey was improvising and said something that made her laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's extraordinary. See, I wouldn't mind
0: being wanked off by a puppet held by Nina Conti. That would be, a, that would be all right. It's, it's Stuart Lee. And it was a puppet that my great-granddad made. So it's an, it's an additional... <laughs> he was trying to cheer me up Armando <laughs> I was crying at the time long so long have it's, with it's, this? I was actually weeping it was the first year we were in Edinburgh so it's 25 yes. years okay. we're coming up to the 25th anniversary of it yeah. I'm a bit worried about what the flashbacks <laughs> make whether he'll, he's going to be in Edinburgh this year mm. uh, Yeah, well, you know, we, do you remember we used to sleep in Johnson Terrace the Oxford Theatre group that mm. both me and Armando were different mm. times parts of mm. um, would hire the, out this and the Masonic, Masonic lodge, yeah,
2: the Masonic temple. There was a Masonic
0: yeah. temple upstairs, and we all slept yes. on the second, the floor downstairs, in yeah. 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 the Masonic lodge. And um, and they went back years because someone told me an awful story about Esther Ranson, something she did behind the, uh, the the little, you know, there was remember there was a little kitchen in there. She was okay. she was doing I, I can't say what it was, but you'd have imagined something worse. So it's kind of beautiful, <laughs> but she so like these stories got passed down year, year yes. upon year so Esther right. Ranson must have been there in the 1960s I presume yeah, right. yeah. but still the stories of her sexual excess were <laughs> <laughs> passed downwards but yes. so, Esther Ransom's had sex right that's got a, we, she's got a daughter that must be the yes. truth so um, that's, that's no surprise to anyone but yeah we basically had to sleep on the floor and we demarcated our, our little areas with tables and mm-hmm. bits of furniture and stuff and mm-hmm. just slept on sleeping bags and I was crying one night mm-hmm. <laughs> and Stu so tried as, to as you do as you as you do as a nineteen-year-old virgin.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, actually, I think I'd had sex once by that stage. So bad luck. One, one more than you, mate. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So it was almost, It was probably my second sexual experience. Was mm-hmm. Stuart Lee and eventually Chris Donald. Right, but yeah. he doesn't do. I just thought that's what he did. He told me he did that with you anyone. You always he remember with. your second, if it's that. <laughs> it, no, never in any of my waking moments with no. him now. No. No, well, no. just watch out. That's why I'm just um, okay. uh, forewarned is forearmed. Uh, yes, <laughs> more ways than one. Yes. So we're talking about loads. Of, there's loads of stuff to talk about. It is ridiculous having both of you on. You are no, both, no. You are both. You know,
3: where no, both... we did have that early connection where we did uh, Friday Night Arms. why. it was the other
2: fun. one where we had. Do you not remember we had a sitcom race together? Did we? Yeah, you and Arthur were writing. Is Father... This is a song. This is available no, yeah. to a song. No, no. Did we? When we, we were at the, uh, <laughs> And it went something like this. (laughs) You and I. No, uh, we were in 33 Percy Street, the top back building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and Arthur were next door writing Father Ted. Yeah. And Steve and uh, Peter and I were writing I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, We realised we were next door to each other. Right. And we more or less started writing at the same time. (laughs) So we decided to have a sitcom race in, <laughs> to see who would get to the end of their series first. You beat us, you beat us, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But who? What was the more successful <laughs> sitcom? <laughs> it was it's not I'm who sorry. finishes it first. It's which sitcom is remembered twenty years later as being the best sitcom
3: of its generation. Well, I still get, I still get, uh, there's more Tarland in this at every single, and and, and I always go, <laughs> 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 yes, yes, I wrote Father Ted. <laughs> <laughs> You know, lovely, I'm, is, I'm not an extra
1: that,
0: wh- but, Wherever you go, when in fact when I was being protested by Christians when I did Christ on a Bike uh, yes. occasionally Christians would turn up with placards yes. and then occasionally people would turn up with placards saying damn with this sort of thing in amongst
1: <laughs> sat- satirizing. Really? Yeah.
3: Uh, I think
0: you, t- you, you the wrote a blog about it I
3: know it's every protest now there was, yeah. a, there was a picture recently of some Irish fans standing in front of a kind of mass of, of Polish policemen Uh, You know, with those two signs, you know (laughs) And the thing is, I was the first person To tweet it, I tweeted it, and I said Oh, you know, this is funny, Mm, you know And then for like literally a month (laughs) People have been, have you seen this? Yeah, I was the first person to tweet that
2: Keep sending me a photograph of it's a big sort of WWF or whatever they call themselves now wrestling association thing in America <laughs> and there's a crowd and they all have banners of, and there's someone in the crowd who has a big placard that says youth Hostling with Chris Eubank <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair to I be fair there's one what? of them at every protest
0: <laughs> it's the new John 316 <laughs> when they he's out of wrestling no, between us I mean we've yes. created some of the, the major <laughs> comedy characters yes uh, no 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 I only laugh because you far, were making fun of Father this Ted, at the start you created mm. Malcolm Tucker Ted and Ralph I created Alan Partridge <laughs>
2: <laughs> as everyone
3: knows
0: uh,
2: I remember when so, you came in with that voice <laughs> and we all said no that's not it <laughs> Steve, Steve what can you, you do, do. <laughs>
0: We mainly do it to because well, there's this story. Occasionally, you'll see a newspaper article which says, you know, Alan Partridge created by Lee and Herring, yes. which all comes out from a uh, Patrick Marver saying in one of the, some books, someone's saying, "I bet Lee and Herring are claiming they created Alan Partridge," oh, really? and the journalist saying, "No, I've never seen that claimed anyway." <laughs> but since then, me and you have always claimed we created. After <laughs> <Alan
1: Partridge.
0: laughs> he gave us the idea, yeah. yeah. But we, we we wrote some of the first things Alan Partridge said, yes. and as a oh, result, we get yes. almost. 1% of everything that is made from the Alan Partridge fish down the. Almost that much. It's a bit like the reverse Jimmy Carr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and fair no, it's, it's obviously. we we'll are still on remember record as then. saying I made that up. <laughs> so, uh, And that's not been denied, so that is now legally binding. <laughs> this goes to court this is evidence (laughs) that I did he didn't say no he asked (laughs) me to stab him (laughs) and if Armando now says no I did then just edit that bit out Ben (laughs) No one will know. Um, <laughs> so, well, yeah, but also we were talking with Stuart about uh, Twitter last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he very, he it, he's a, all over he's, it. He's very against. Well, the thing I forgot to say to him because he kind of side, he's, he's very good at sidetracking you when you're trying to mm-hmm. argue. Down. Mm-hmm. I was saying that it doesn't matter if someone mentions where you are because hardly anyone reads it. Mm-hmm. But also the main thing is if someone mentions where you are. It doesn't matter if you're on Twitter that will still
3: happen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> by not by opting out of Twitter that doesn't stop mm-hmm. that happening but you're you obviously a massive advocate you're an early adopter of
3: Yeah, well Twitter. I wasn't that early. I think uh, someone I think what happened to me was Jonathan Ross outed me, and I was just writing. I was doing that thing that everybody does when they join, which is, "Oh, going to sit down now," (laughs) and not not really understanding why I would do this. And then Jonathan Ross kind of outed me and said, Mm -hmm. "Is Glitter? Are you Glitter?" And I said, "Yeah, you know." And the next thing I said, "Oh, I better check Twitter and see what." You know, although that was the first time I used that term. You know, I better see what's. I log in or whatever to this Twitter and see what's hap- happening. And uh, and I had four thousand followers, and that was the moment I thought, oh fuck me! I, if I if I write something in that box, four thousand people will see it. And that was the first time I really grasped yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's become better, worse? I mean, in, in a way, it got it got to a point where it kind of expanded. When it first started, and when when I first got involved with it, it felt like you could go and have a conversation yeah. with people on there, and you'd get reasonable people made mainly, and people weren't just tweeting "you're a fucking cunt" and then running away. Yeah. Now it seems to that seems to be just to you. It though, might just that's... be me. It's fair. Comment. I still get very. I just love to... the
3: the block button is just so. I just yeah. It. It's like you know, uh, you know, I thought you were a little bit block. <laughs> Don't understand why you block. <laughs> you know, I just I find, and then people say, oh, off blocking people, isn't it? No, it's my it's like my garden. Yeah. Why would I yeah. let slugs and weeds in my garden? <laughs> I go over and I spray them with some sort of chemical. Well, I like the people who the people who decide what you're
0: meant to be tweeting about. They get angry with you because you're tweeting a certain thing.
3: Yeah, and yeah. Then a go, guy well, a guy tweeted uh, yesterday. Um, uh, uh, unfollowing, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you you know, I thought you'd be funny, but it's all Daily Mail obsession, you know. I'll check back in from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> so I retweeted that with blocked.
2: <laughs> well, one of my favourite tweets recently, someone sent me, was, uh, you know, A.U. Hey, Nucci, you're very funny, and Alistair Campbell is just a big smelly cock. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought rounded off the uh, you know intellectual debate we were having on uh, the nature of the establishment. If only the... you'd
0: put that after the yeah, WMD. But...
3: And, then <laughs> <get lost. laughs> and by the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, get a load of this guy, <laughs> will you see what this guy has to say? I think
0: you then people would have thought you won the argument, whereas at the yes. moment I think yeah, it's, it's pretty very even. much in the balance. <laughs>
2: I think there was a time maybe about two or three years ago where you did feel you were having a kind of conversation with people because it hadn't reached such a saturation point that people could read your tweets regularly but now because everyone follows so many people if you tweet something there's less of a chance that they read it
0: Really. yeah,
2: I think so, yeah. Uh, so you don't get a sense you're having that kind of direct conversation with people yeah. yeah I guess
3: it's getting a bit maybe maybe a bit noisy but I still I still like it I, I tend to people tend to I think people also realize well it's not worth writing unless you've actually got something to say so I tend yeah. to have good good conversations with people still yeah and the bad ones you can you can just kind of scroll through you know
2: I remember when I first joined reading um, <laughs> One of Eddie Izard's uh, tweets, which was one of Eddie Izzard's <laughs> tweets. And the, the tweet was just, um, I'm getting out of the taxi now. <laughs> and I thought, why is he saying that? And also, presumably he's kind of going, kind
3: of, he's staggering around out of a taxi while tweeting. It would make and, sense if the taxi had just been in a massive crash. <laughs> and, and he'd fine. been there for six hours.
1: <laughs>
0: it's a bit yeah. like that guy in the 60s who tried LSD on TV wasn't it maybe it's that maybe he was doing some experiment oh, yeah, where he was going to yeah. get us but I've been living in a taxi for three years <laughs> and then we'll see what effect that has I'm taking the LSD now <laughs> right.
2: imagine if you were in a plane and they said the pilot came on and said I'm afraid all our engines are failed and we are going to crash and we are going to die would you tweet <laughs> <laughs> there would be someone who would think I must tweet about this <laughs> I think you would was, I think if I knew I was going to
0: die I think I would I, well it's everyone's last words and, isn't it yeah. It's yeah, everyone's last row, well, I get to. Yeah. I get to. The, well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a very. Where do I begin? <laughs> <sighs> I'd Like to thank my wife. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, it's on the ward ceremony <laughs> Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a...
2: <laughs> Somebody unfollows him. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, I thought I'd follow you because I thought you'd be tweeting funny things, but it all seems to be seems to be just cries of distress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> one of the one of the saddest tweets ever is John Edwards who was a vice presidential candidate under John Kerry and when was running as a presidential candidate the year that Obama won that was the year he was campaigning in New Hampshire and then there was a sex scandal and it was revealed he'd had you know he'd father a child he'd had an affair and his Twitter account is still open and the last tweet he did is from four years ago and it just says I'm just on my way to see the good people of New Hampshire <laughs> and then silence <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there'll just be one now going it didn't go that well <laughs> looking back Arsenal we're talking about very clever isn't he clever the way he's got that round to him now isn't he <laughs> your, your, your latest you know, people, we, we scheduled this very badly for Armando mm. Iannucci fans yeah. because tonight uh, on Sky Atlantic they're showing about now mm-hmm. they're showing Alan, an hour long Alan Partridge yeah, episode the, brand new this, Alan Partridge episode
3: <laughs> this is the place to be if you don't like Armando <laughs> Iannucci
1: <it> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and then, then then they're showing the first episode of Veep yes
0: which is your new American HBO show yes. show yeah yes. so that tell indeed. us a bit about well, yeah look at that but again that's more than well Graham done. got, but still not, the, still not the full audience. They're mainly over there. We'll the people them. who like applauding, and mainly we'll over there, which well makes done, me think worked. both of you. Well are port- done. I think you both brought your posse's along with you. That's what <laughs> you both. I've imagined both of you are so successful now. You've got like Steve Wright permanent posses. We'll have a, we'll
3: a <laughs> hyperbole <later> We
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who laugh and applaud every witticism you yes. make.
2: So tell us a little bit about Veep, because that sounds exciting, and H- HBO as well. It's uh, HBO, yes. It's uh, set in, not in the White House, just next to the White House. It's set in the Vice President's office, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who uh, most people still know as Elaine from Seinfeld, plays the Vice President.
1: Oh, uh, God! <laughs> just
0: got you here. you have to go on and on about your show I wanted to get both of you here I wanted to get both of you here so you would know how it feels to be me if I'm sitting next to you
3: (laughs) sorry sorry. I just just thought that would be a funny thing I think you should do it all the way through though I
0: guarantee you'll get funny again (laughs) <laughs> We've
2: heard it all before How uh, did you
0: get to work with I mean HBO is, the, is just
2: an amazing thing to work with they're the, the, they're the acme of uh, TV production Transgressive television. television Yes No, it, well, it, how did it happen? It, it was a long convoluted I, I did a pilot We did an American version We did an American make of The Thick of It Yes For ABC television about five years ago Which was terrible I mean it was just dreadful <laughs> Uh, It was made by EBC, who are owned by Disney. So if you can imagine a Disney version... (laughs) A Disney version of The Thick of It. Uh, What
0: I think the problem with The Thick of It is the swearing should be taken out. I I imagine it would be much better if there was (laughs) no swearing in it.
2: Well, that's what (laughs) happened. It's the show for you. (laughs) And Ollie was a woman. They turned Ollie into a woman because they thought that would be more interesting and sexy. Did Chris Addison still have to play him? (laughs) I enjoyed it actually <laughs> it <was. laughs> um, and it was just very tedious and dull um, uh, and then I did in, I did in the loop but in the, in the course of having those meetings in LA I met up with HBO and really liked them and I sort of wanted to do it with HBO but the BBC in their infinite wisdom and it was <laughs> infinite uh, <laughs> sold it to ABC um, but then I did in the loop and so it, uh, HBO got back in touch with me and said um, that we've been wanting to do a, a Washington comedy for a while. How, how would you like to have a go? And, and that was it, really. Right. Just took it from there. It's
0: pretty good, isn't it? It's That's really. That,
2: <laughs> that,
1: that, that, <laughs> That's as
0: easy as that. Really. Really That's not. all it. It's, That's it's, all it takes. Is <laughs> that <laughs> if only I thought? If only I thought of just them asking me. For yes. <laughs> 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 you, similarly,
3: had you took the IT crowd or the IT crowd? No, no. To, no, no nothing to no. do with you. No. no, I found out about that on the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. One day I was surfing the web and uh, I thought, oh, oh, the American version of It's is currently being filmed. But how does that and happen? Thought, oh, uh, well, Well, I don't know. The, 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 I don't know. But how does it happen? <laughs> how does it happen it just that you can, that they can take it without your... Guess, guess who, who did it? Guess who wrote it? The guys uh. who have taken over community. Oh,
0: the guy, the take. Because the guy, yeah. the guy from, from communities in it, isn't it? The Joe, Joe. Um, yeah. The, the
3: yeah. Language. He was, and he was okay, and the yeah. girl was, was pretty good too. But uh, they just they just did a carbon copy of the, the, the pilot of, of our show, and and the only thing I would have liked to have said to someone was, don't do ours. <laughs> Try and make it different. Try and make yeah. it more American yeah you know that might be good and and they just kind of they just they literally had the same plot and just changed a few words so they sounded and, more American. And the same camera angles, isn't it? Pretty same much same camera angles. They thought we did all that shit deliberately. <laughs> and, that, and it was mistakes. You know? We had these crappy sets because we couldn't afford better sets because yeah. it was a pilot episode. You know, everything looked wrong and bad. And also, it, the, the pilot episode was hung in a kind of uh, upstairs-downstairs. See, now I'm talking about my show. Uh, the, the pilot episode was, was, was hung in a kind of upstairs-downstairs idea. And, mm. and as the series went on, I thought, well, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I just want to have funny people in a, in a mm. room like Seinfeld, mm. you know? And so we ditched it. But of course, it was all over that first episode. Yeah. And, and I was like, no, this is, this is all, I, all well, I... How can they do... How can that be? Because they have... The thing is, they
2: have lots of money, the Americans, <laughs> And <laughs> therefore, there's less... There's less of a need to make decisions quickly. Yeah. So they don't decide things. They
3: just throw money at it. They, they probably thought I would be more flattered if they just did the same show.
0: Yeah. I, d- I don't understand how they could do it without you knowing. That's what, as well. As
2: what, yeah, as well, as you, what I'm, yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty I,
3: amazed at that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: but I found out while we were out there doing the rounds of interviews that there was someone else out there who we hadn't heard of who was also going round lots of uh, companies going, I know this show, the thick of it. We can get them in. We so was, was touting the thick of it as if it was her property. And it, it, it's just America is... I think I might try that. That's, quite, that's that, that seems to be the way in.
0: <laughs> There's these two guys,
2: Laurel and Hardy, and they are
3: phenomenal. Um, they're both they're idiots. <laughs> that's, that's really the pitch for Laurel and Hardy, isn't it? They're both idiots. And that's the end of the pitch,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they do. It. They just, uh, you know, they just have so many resources available that it doesn't really matter.
0: But sure. Mm. So what? I'd I just find that incredible that you, you're not in control. You're not in control of where it goes. Mm. If you well, you are. It. You
3: are. It just depends. You know. I think what happened was um, the the company that did, did uh, the IT crowd also did things like. Uh, you know, um, X Factor and stuff like that. And yeah. they just thought, oh, that's what we do. It's a property. We just sell yes. it and someone else yeah. does it. They yeah. thought it was like that. Mm. And they didn't realize. Well, I guess that. it's
0: like community itself, in that mm. that's been taken away from the man who created it. Yeah. Because yeah. He's, he's too rude.
3: And I think yeah. also there is a thing. I
2: mean, maybe we're beginning to get over it now, but there is a thing. I, I think there's a lot of British people involved in, I don't know, in television or film or, or any aspect of the arts or whatever, just, just think that America is so fantastic and amazing. Oh,
3: yeah, that's my favourite thing. perfect. I love that. I love that when you see a news story and it goes, you know, uh, it looks like The Office is going to be made in America. <laughs> you know, it's like the f- first series of The Office is one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. What could be better than that? You know, oh, well, I'll tell you what. If it's done... <gasps> by Americans <laughs> yeah. you know it's such a real kind of oh you know we're not worthy you know you're and, so. it, and it was interesting watching the sort of BBC executives out
2: there who had been sent over from the UK and set up in in LA and, and who would were, were talk you, who talked to you about how you know we're going to do this we're going to stick to this we're going to stick to this. and as soon as they went into a meeting with an American they'd go <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that. It's stop it! You know, we are very good. We're quite good in Britain. We're good at telly. We're good at telly. Yeah, yeah you know, it's a, we don't have to do
3: ourselves down. Green. One of my favourite shows is uh, Eastbound and Down, an yeah. ma- amazing show. And I saw yeah. him interviewed in the Guardian, and he said, "Well, we were, we were going for the the British model of six <laughs> six episodes, which we've been yes. taught to think is a bit <laughs> crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a yeah. great joke about the Simpsons. You know." Um, You know, (laughs) the (laughs) longest running show in British sitcom history. Catch all eight episodes. (laughs) But here was Danny McBride saying that um, yeah. by doing a shorter run, he was able to keep control over it, mm. he was yeah. able to keep mm. his vision intact and stuff. And so, mm. you know, that, and so, but there's this thing, there's this, you know, everybody here thinks America's great, everyone in America thinks we're great. Mm. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we just be happy? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But you've
0: gone, I guess, with the IT grad for mm. a more kind of a broader uh, sitcom, It's certainly a time when... Really? Do you think? Well, I think when it's when,
3: quite subtle.
0: When... Um, <laughs> Uh, a time when everyone else was—I mean, it kind of got really annoyingly everyone for me. Sitcoms started turning into ultra-realistic to the point. <laughs>
3: Graham is doing yeah, a visual... He's insulting you. Um, <laughs> no, no. No, like no that was just a, that was just a um, well, I shouldn't try and compete with these incredible shows that are doing really well. <laughs> I should make something that doesn't look like them at all and i will stand out. Yeah. That, was, that was essentially... But it's with a studio audience, which yeah, is yeah, kind of Yeah, which I like. Yeah, and people, you know, people misunderstand that as well. The, 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 there's the, the thing you hear the most is I don't, I don't need an audience to tell me where to laugh. Well... You know, no one does, you know. Mm. But what's kind of useful is having an audience to energise the performances and make people try and grasp those laughs by trying different things on different takes. And And also
2: when you hear other people laugh, I think you're more inclined to laugh out louder. And and it is a different feeling when you laugh out loud than when you laugh internally, I think. I think it feels more satisfying. When you yourself actually make
3: more of a noise, I don't know. Like, there's some shows that it works for, and there's some that don't. Though, you know, like yeah. like like Larry Sanders would have been terrible with an audience, mm-hmm. uh, but Seinfeld would have been uh, awful without one. Yeah. You know, so mm. you know, it just depends on what kind of show it is. I personally think that very very naturalistic shows don't don't benefit too much from an audience, but but Alan Partridge, I guess, would be one that's kind of in the middle. Because that was quite naturalistic. Well
2: yeah, but then we got very kind of... People got confused <laughs> for the second series, which was done in front of an audience, when they thought there was a laughter track oh, yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. They suddenly
3: start... And I, I, had, I heard people saying that, well, the first series didn't have an audience... And so I and well, I'd say it, it yes, did. it did. And, then, <laughs> and they'd go, no, it didn't. <laughs>
2: and I said, hang on, I was there. I was... <laughs> it did. It was a real live. And and, yeah. and and you know, people get very kind of dogmatic about these things. But uh, I mean, it's interesting. The island project we do now doesn't have an audience because we kind of want to
3: make it feel a bit more. I don't know. a well, bit it's more, very
2: realistic. A bit more real, I suppose. Yeah.
3: Right. yeah. I I have to say. Uh, and I think I'm going to get a big round of applause now because uh, I have to say I just wanted to thank Armando for bringing Alan back so brilliantly over the last few months there you go I think, uh, I, I think the, the biography, the morning matters, you know what's, what's been brilliant about recent Alan is it seems to me that you've all become kind of energized, and also Steve seems to realize that he's got one of the greatest comic characters of all time, and he shouldn't let it go so easily. uh, But we don't don't take Alan out of his box that often.
2: You know, it was ten years... Uh, since I'm Alan Partridge and that was actually six years after the first series of it and so we don't he doesn't appear and I think actually Steve has now become the age that Alan is yeah I was going to (laughs) say when you see the early when you see Uh, the pictures of him early on it literally is like a 24
0: year old man with a stupid grey hair in his hair and you just go what's going on but now he does look uh, maybe we should do that
2: George Lucas thing of going back to the early Alans and (laughs) re-digitising them.
1: it looks like it (laughs) yeah
2: 3D, 3D Alan. <laughs> God, that would be horrible. No. Take
0: but, it to America and make someone else play him. That would be. Uh,
2: we love <laughs> your uh, Alan uh, Partridge. Yes, <laughs> but again, there have been, you know, that we do get calls every three years for, you know, can we do the American Alan? But you just think, but well, yeah, no, In so some way, they do that. And it's know, such
0: is. a British thing, though, isn't it, Alan Partridge? I mean, it's such it a, is, yeah. it's such a, yeah. you know, Radio Two, not even Radio Two
3: in yeah, morning it's tv it's daily daily mail feel that yeah. kind of ladder writer to the daily mail well
0: you know you don't have to thank me for inventing <laughs> it <It's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, just the joy of seeing it doing so well. <laughs> is that's, that's all. Uh, that's all I want from it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's rewarding itself it is, is, yeah. in, a, in uh, a big way. it is I remember yeah. I was going to talk about because I know Amanda from a long time ago because I saw we did we, we did the Oxford Review workshop together. That's right. In uh, the back in jazz cellar in 1987, yeah. uh, which was actually a, a kind of. A lot of people started there: Stuart Lee, Al Murray, Ben Moore, Riley, and Kevin Cecil. I'm Kevin Cecil, lots of people started there. But you were you were doing a lot more performing then, which you don't mm. seem to do so much performing. And I remember like rolling on the floor, like slightly showing off. I think with laughter, <laughs> one of your mm. routines. So, uh, do, was it do, the can Impressions
2: of Capital Letters? I think it might was have it? been. Like, can,
0: can you still... Do you still? I was going to ask if you still knew any of it, because like, it won't work on the podcast, no, I don't probably think. Not. But, uh, I,
2: I did this thing called Ken Theft. That's he was a, Theft. a slightly disturbed comedian called Ken Theft. He, he always in,
3: had the best names. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> he, <laughs> and he always spoke in very short, clipped sentences. And I remember he did... Uh, capital letters, yeah. my impressions of capital letters. And I had a, a set of like um, props, like glasses and funny moustaches and hats and stuff. And I'd say, now capital letter P. And I'd, go, and I'd go, and I'd turn around and put glasses on and turn around. And then just make my hands in the shape of the letter <laughs> P. And it would get a round of applause. <laughs> And then I'd say, moving right on now, (laughs) I've always wondered what capital letter Q would (laughs) look like in a fire. You know. (laughs) And and then then I'd get on to, uh, now a little bit more difficult one, this one, a diphthong. (laughs) For this, I require the assistance of a volunteer. And I'd get someone to lean back and be a kind of... A the slant of an A next to an E and stuff like that. And <laughs> I'd carry on. Are <laughs> you thinking of bringing that back No. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no,
0: but you did the Alan Partridge, the mid morning mid morning match thing via uh, the internet with Foster's yes. sponsoring, which yes. also uh, Charlie Higson who we had on, who mm-hmm. you, you know as well I did, the fast uh, show, yeah. uh, did with the Fast show. So yeah. uh, do you think that's a viable way to? It's oh, a, oh, it's only going to they're only going to bring back successful shows presumably. I
2: mean, it, we did it because we thought that'd be an, an interesting. So we're, way. I'm
0: fucked, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because that would be... We thought it would be a good way of bringing Alan back. And it sort of slightly sticking him in under the wire in that we're not going big, we're not saying It's a whole new series on the telly. It would allow us to try something out. We wanted it to be good, so we wanted to, you know, really put an effort into and, and And Foster's paid for it to happen, so they paid for the studios and the budget and everything. I suppose, you know, if we were unknowns and this was an unknown character, I can't imagine that would have happened. But it just... It's Just interesting, that you can now do that, and as a result, uh, you know, it got an audience, and it's now going to be shown again on Sky Atlantic. And we'll bring out a DVD and stuff like that, but yeah. it kind of shows you that it was just the first indication I got that actually you might not need channels and schedules and channel commissioners. Mm. But do you for too even long, need this? Sp- I
0: mean, do you seriously even need the sponsor? I know you have to pay for it all to be made, but yeah. that can't be a it's, I mean, for something that's set in one location like that, it can't be a massive amount of money. No, it's like. not an expensive so thing to make. So you could actually... You get to a point, which I think was yeah. with the internet, where obviously I'm doing rubbish stuff like this <laughs> in front of some nerds. But, you know, if I had, if I had say, Jimmy Carr's uh, money... Uh, or e- even Even if I just had the tax he actually paid, I would be able to...
1: <laughs> be able to... Uh, <laughs> We'd all
0: like that. <laughs> actually be able to just... You can just make your own show. Because I, I, um, I worked on the third series, some would say the most successful series of Little Britain. Uh, and uh, as... <laughs> As the script editor, yes, should have should have been a bit got the red pen out a little bit more. But, um, <laughs> you know, on paper that ting tong didn't look so bad uh, until you actually saw it. <laughs> I didn't realise what they were going to do. Well, I've nothing to do about the, yeah. it. They, they were, you know, the BBC would. There'd been a meeting. They said we want to do this, and the BBC say, say no, you can't do that, that's too offensive. And you're kind of thinking. You, Wally hmm. and Lucas, what the fuck? Are you, you know, why hmm. don't you just? You've got enough money now. Just go and make this yourself and sell it back to the BBC. Hmm. Put it on the internet hmm. and
3: then sell it to people. Well, that's still. Happens. Wait a sec. The, the BBC said to Matt and David that something was too offensive. Yeah. some right. stuff got cut out. I wish I could have. Wow. Was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was something about. Uh, it the was big talking
2: Fanny. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> was no, no, that would have
0: been all right. Was it was right. something okay. about. It, it was. It was something about Islam. Oh, okay, okay. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. so, if any... Indi- I've now got a lot of fans in, uh, in Can Al-Qaeda. Go if you are yeah. listening, they were going to say something really horrible about you, so you should blow them up anyway.
3: But the thing is, uh, to go back to your point, there yeah. is no foot in the door anymore, really. Mm. is that, that? I think that's kind of another aspect to all this, that the foot in the door is a kind of old-fashioned concept. Mm. The foot in the door is, is basically just... You know, you just do your stuff and you put it online, and and that's your foot in the door. Yeah. You know, it's it, the, the big mistake that I think I see people making is they I, people will send me a really funny video, and it'll you know just it's just brilliant, best thing I've ever seen. Oh, I'll have a look at the rest of their videos. You know, and it's like twenty videos, and they're all terrible. Yeah, and it's like you don't have to put them online. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if yeah, you yeah, just yeah. put yeah. that one on, people will think you're a genius. <laughs> that's what I do. Yes. You know, I've got. Acres of shit on the floor <laughs> Not literally But like it's like You know just, just lots of stuff That doesn't go anywhere Because it's, because it's not very good But, but it is but hard I, to I d- don't post it up online I go wait a <laughs> minute thought of this this morning It's really bad But I'm going to
0: It's you hard know. to appreciate that though Isn't it when you I mean I think like when, when we did student review I think we probably thought Oh this sketch is amazing You know And if we yeah. We did film some of them And there is a video Of some of them that exists Which I wouldn't You know
3: But if you I have that If away. you have that person Inside your head you have that person that says, mm. ooh, I won't put that one up online, yeah. then, then you're already further ahead than a lot of other people do you yeah. know what I mean? But that comes with experience though I think as
0: well, to know which stuff isn't, you know, I think when yeah. you start off you're so full of excitement and ebullience that you just want to put everything out and let everyone see everything. But
3: this stuff is out there for years, I, know, it's never I think really there comes to a stage where you go, you know what, let's take off that sketch with us, uh, <laughs> just crying over a toilet I don't think it's that
1: funny
3: Saying those, an- saying those anti-Islamic things Yeah, right? yeah, maybe take that off the site
2: you yes. know but it doesn't, I mean, you were talking about the, uh, like, um, the uh, Little Britain getting yeah. notes even in the third series. That still continues. Part of the reason that the Mid Morning Matters is up on Sky Atlantic is when we went to the BBC with it, they said, mm, we're not sure, Do, could, could we take it outside the radio
3: station, open it up a bit? And we just thought, but that, that, that is against the spirit of the whole thing. Yeah. Yes, so, but you didn't need them particularly for that. I mean, I can understand why they'd give that note because they're trying to hit mm-hmm. the same kind of audience as they had for series one of Partridge right. and, yes. two and stuff. Yes. So I can understand that to some extent, but you know. But that's
0: it. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to. If you make it yourself, you don't have to go through all yeah, that I rubbish. Know. But what I quite like.
3: Understand? I quite. I mean, I have a theory about Seinfeld that I think the reason Seinfeld's so good is because um, Larry David had to. Jump through so many hoops created by NBC. NBC would say, "Yeah, can you do it?" And you know, can you not mention the word masturbation? Yeah. So you get a whole episode full of brilliant euphemisms for yes, masturbation. Yes, that's true. Yes. Whereas on on Curb, he doesn't have to do that, and yeah. you know, you'll just see him in his room masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not quite as clever for me. You know? So I, I, it's like cigarette advertising in the seventies. You know, before before uh, before the seventies, cigarette advertising was just people go was The ad, <laughs> you know, Rothman's, you know, and then the 70s came along and I said you can't show people smoking, and suddenly ads got really weird and, yeah. and fun and enjoyable and artistic, yes, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like that if you if there's a few little impediments in the way, it sometimes helps. The, no, definitely, the work. that's
0: true. I mean, I found that when, when I did As It Occurs to Me, which was my sketch show I did here, that you, you know, having the freedom to do anything you wanted <laughs> without anyone telling you what to do for a couple of weeks, you go crazy and then you go. No, actually, it's yeah, fun. yeah, you know, it's not yeah. any fun if Tom was telling you you can't do it. So you kind
3: of and often, it, often, often, it's it's uh, you know people will come and they'll say they'll give you the wrong note. They'll say, mm. "Ooh, could you take it outside?" But what they really mean is. Uh, I, I didn't like the start the first five minutes is not enough jokes which yeah. is something you, you, you change anyway and, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean you might
0: have just insulted someone Armando and they said can we take this outside that might be that might <laughs> might be all it was uh, there's a question I have to uh, ask you both uh, before I forget I'm asking um, I'm asking all of my guests this and I'm okay. going to ask you first Graham okay but everyone has been asked I forgot to ask Jonathan Ross so you'll be the first OBE to be asked this question Excellent. Have you ever tried to suck your own cock, Graham <laughs>
3: uh, I'm, I'm sure I kind of... But I gave up very quickly. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. It, you know, I, I, that's... Once you'd ejaculated into that. <laughs> The sheer effort was <laughs> enjoyable enough. <laughs> no, I I I don't think I ever really I, th- I, well, can I? oh no I can't no. that's fine. i will across that off the bucket list. No,
2: I've never I've never tried no. although I recently realized <laughs> I definitely could. That I no, no, I I recently realized that I might be able to <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because I used to have a terrible back you see and everyone would say oh you must take up Pilates so I've been doing Pilates for the last couple of years <laughs> and it does mean you can get terribly yeah. uh, I mean uh, this will work in the podcast but I'll show this, <laughs> oh, I'll show this oh wow he's
0: going to do it he's going to suck his own cock no, <laughs>
3: no. it's not that big <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, you do get very flexible and you do find Armando doing... is sucking his own <laughs> cock now it has it, the ending but it, it has a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy on it yeah um, it, it, but when you do Pilates you are on various uh, racks and tables and you end up bent over yourself so you up, and you end up and you just think oh there's my penis
3: <laughs> so it did strike me that you know if I just I, came yeah. in to cure a little lower back problem. <laughs> <laughs> and who's this <laughs> <laughs> hello hello <laughs>
0: It's
2: Captain Lumber.
0: (laughs) It's a surprisingly good question, that one, isn't it? It, uh, I'm not going to do it again, that's it. It's just for this series, but there we go. Uh We have discovered that. I've got a question for both of you Uh as well. Uh, John Milton was of the Devil's Party without even knowing it. Discuss. I think Armando might do better at this than uh, Graham. It's <laughs> just my guess. Armando, you did a PhD, an unfinished PhD... An unfinished PhD on, on Paradise, Paradise, Lost. Paradise Lost. And then John I did Dalton.
2: a documentary about Paradise Lost. Which... I, I read Red Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but he is,
0: but, isn't he? John, John Milton, he's trying to make out God's
2: good, but the but devil... in ends, fact, you can see he's utterly yeah. fascinated by Satan. Yeah. And Satan besotted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, makes
2: mes- de- he makes the devil look cool, because you're thinking,
0: mm-hmm. well, the devil... Is uh, fighting against this impossible odds. Yes, it's probably like some kind of comic uh, that you would you would refer to. But uh,
2: the, and then so he, he keeps on fighting even though he's going to lose. Yes, and there's something slightly um, uh, there's something very charismatic about the devil, about Satan yeah. in Paradise Lost. There's something very heroic and noble. And also John Milton was a Republican, and he was actually Cromwell's. He was called something like the chief secretary, but he was basically called Cromwell's spin doctor in that he had to um, write defences of Cromwell's actions to uh, opposition from Europe. So he had to basically spin the republic and then... Not as good as the suck your own cock question, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it wasn't as good. I'm well, dying to know what Jonathan Ross's answer was. Yeah. Well, was you know, a,
0: he, he, he tweeted me, he direct messaged me when I said, yeah. I forgot to ask you this. And he said uh, that he'd never tried, but he's sure that he could, I think, was something... But Not apparently, he's to In a subsequent... I meant to the to Milton question. question. Oh, sorry. The, uh... sorry, I was back on the cocks. <laughs> yeah. He said he thought that the devil could suck his own cock. as <laughs> what <laughs> Only in Destroying Find IEs. Pardon? Just quoting, I'm just quoting Milton Satan to you. I did it for A-level, so I can... Uh, <laughs> I reckon I know as much about you as, as you do about it, except that I've said everything I know about well, it. Well, I know that the, um,
2: the opening two lines to Paradise Lost of Man's First Disobedience and the Fruit of That Forbidden Tree have oh, yeah. the exact same rhythm scheme to the theme tune to The Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> which is of Man's First Disobedience and the Fruit of That Forbidden Tree
3: there you go I knew we'd get there <laughs> I knew there'd be something that's why that's why you've got the OB
1: <laughs> why
2: did you gave up though you didn't finish your PhD no I didn't no because I was too got... busy doing comedy yeah yeah doing away. capital letters and... do you
0: think that's because again again, two very intelligent guests working mm. in stupid sitcoms writing mm. <laughs> <laughs> things about people getting shut, stuck in chocolate machines <laughs> you could be doing amazing things with your lives
2: but we are, Richard, no, we
0: are. you're not. You're wasting, <laughs> you're wasting intelligence. You could be sitting in an ivory tower somewhere <laughs> spouting about John Milton, yeah. trying to suck your own <laughs> cock. <cough. laughs>
3: no one would mind. That really isn't that different from what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> Except I've got Twitter as well. <laughs>
0: Did you, uh, did you did you did uh, you go to you know, you went straight into um, ju- music journalism from school? Did you or did you go to university as
3: well? Uh, I had a brief period at a communications college that, that that people went to if they didn't get any good marks, right. and I yeah. went to that for a while. In fact, uh, I was I was in the I was sitting in the um, uh, reception for my interview and. Uh, <laughs> And I was just waiting, and I I had a big folder full of my... I wrote short stories and stuff like that, and and film reviews and stuff, you know, and uh, there was a a person next to me, and they leaned over, and they said, can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah, yeah. And and this person was going in for the same interview, and uh, she said, what's communications? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> only because you told her the answer. Though. <laughs> Imagine yeah. she got. <laughs> so that's that's the college I went to.
0: <laughs> and then, but you went to music journalism. Yeah. Again, mm. and that's why you left.
3: Is that why you left? Yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, I'm, this is my. I'm going to make some money now in music journalism, and that that didn't go so well.
2: Uh, who did you write? Do you wrote for S- Select? I wrote for no, a magazine
3: in Ireland called Hot Press, and no. then uh, Select magazine over mm. here for a while. That's right, I remember that so. People sometimes put up my reviews online. Oh, I found all your reviews online. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Thanks very much. And I never retweet them. You know, <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. I mean, you know, it's, I, I guess it's worse for young people now who all the all silly things they wrote in blogs and stuff are there forever. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I guess... I, I, I suppose we're all just going to have to get over being embarrassed about it. You well, know? that's what I've done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then I've made a living out of
2: just saying the things you're not just meant to say you know, about which yourself. Which a point where we're just not embarrassed anymore. Well, someone
3: said about... Um, remember Anthony... Is it Anthony Weiner? Is that his name? Oh, that congressman the who... The humorously um, named congressman who, showed <laughs> who who Tweeted a photo of his dick. Yes, he sent it... Who, who, who could know that sending a photo of your penis to a blackjack dealer would result in uh, any trouble? <laughs> uh, but he... Uh, he but but someone pointed out uh, I think it was Dan Savage who's this very good uh, writer on sex in, in the AV AV Club in The Onion mm-hmm. uh, he said you know in 10 years everyone's penis is going to be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Catalog, you know.
0: just look up before you. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I,
3: so, I, you know, there's gonna, there is going to come a point where people just won't be embarrassed. People are just going, well, well you know, so what? You know? Because everyone's going be, <laughs> to...
0: But I generally think that does, work, that does happen in the internet. In, you know, in the 1980s or 1990s, if you're doing something even mildly perverse as a young mm. man, you know, you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm doing this awful, terrible thing, I, th- I find this yeah. thing attractive and then, you find, then the internet arrives and you suddenly go, ah right So right. there is a, a lot a, of worse people than me yeah. and everyone else does this as well, yeah, so yeah. It, it
3: suddenly makes it There's, I, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a forum about it yeah. <laughs> I can Who speak can to. suck their own face <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah but it's good, isn't it? That's good. Yeah, I think it is good. You know, l- l- less shame, less... But uh, well, I think that's... A, a lot of the
0: stuff I do is about just admitting stuff or talking about Oh, yeah, about, you're so, fucked. But I am. But I, <laughs> but, it, but by doing that, you know, once you... But I, you're not, because once you've admitted everything, there's very little I have left held back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some things I can't, you know, talk about well, for fear of uh, prosecution. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, once you've talked about it, then there's, no one can get you, can they? Mm. They can't then suddenly mm. go, oh, uh, you did that, and go, yeah, I did do that.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. But that's what it's going to be like for everybody, I think. That, that's been the, the
2: undoing, I think, of the whole uh, News International, in, in that uh, you know, people had to go with the celebrities for for thinking uh, that it, it was all about their ego and why sh- we should we worry about the celebrities and, and the way they're being attacked. But because they actually we're quite happy to say, yeah, we did all that stuff. We're just annoyed that uh,
3: they hacked into our phones. That's why I love Steve. That away. That's why I love Steve as a spokesman for it, yeah. because Steve has been a bit of a naughty boy from time to time. <laughs> but, um, and, and someone was talking to me, and they said, well, I, w- I just wish it wasn't Steve Coogan, because he'd done all these things. And I thought, no, he's perfect, because it's, n- it's n- no one's fucking business, yeah. you know? Yeah. So he's a perfect person, you know? The, w- the worse, the better. <laughs> the worse your behavior, the better, because anything that goes on behind closed doors is no one's business, you know? Yeah. it's just weird it, everybody's been under like this kind of um, hypnotic spell yes. that's, that, where everyone's kind of agreed oh yeah if you're famous it doesn't matter my, f- my favourite example is that um, woman from the Iceland ads what's her name? Um, K- Kerry Katona yeah right. who is photographed in her own bathroom <laughs> taking cocaine <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah and, and at the time everybody saw it and thought oh my god she's a mother of death. no one had that thought of how was this photograph taken, <laughs> you know? And suddenly now we've all woken up from this kind of magic spell that Murdoch was able to cast, that, oh, no, that's allowed, that's okay, don't worry about that, that's, that's all right. You know? I'm actually
2: intrigued as to how people got hold of Jimmy Carr's income tax details.
3: I think that, I, I think that there was a pretty good uh, piece of journalism. I don't oh, think there was anything right, okay. totally untoward about right. that. Oh, I well,
2: think. you can
0: sure presumably, you can look into, they're all... You just go to company's house and look into right. those things.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't think it was one of those things that you can, um, you can say, oh, no, it was proper journalism there, I think. Sorry, Jimmy, but I think it was, Yeah, unfortunately. So unfortunately today on
0: uh, Twitter, uh, I, um, Jim <coughs> Davidson has uh, told, his following me. I'm following mm. him as well. Mm. And um, he said that he's doing that because I'm very funny. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: I I feel the same way about Brendan (laughs) O'Carroll
0: i decided to give up comedy (laughs) Um, who's your have you got any unexpected fans of your work that you've bumped into
3: you were surprised to find out liked you oh god I can't remember yeah there's been a couple of people that I'll tell you who who got one thing that was nice I'm a big fan of uh, the band Field Music Sheffield band Uh, I think they're Sheffield aren't they Newcastle, Sorry, Newcastle This is like Wikipedia, do this audience <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah It's yeah, the yeah. internet. This is just the bang. internet. They'll give you anything um, you don't know. And, uh, he could and, be lying. And I, just, I just, I spent a day kind of just listening to my home while I was writing and also tweeting the songs I like. And after a while, Michael J. McKean, who's the lead singer of Spinal Tap, yes. wrote back and said, those guys are great. And, oh, very good. You know, create a little uh, field music fan. And yeah, that's J. just McKean. showing off. That's not, a, that's not, that's, that's not Jim <laughs> Davids, isn't it? LAUGHTER
0: I did uh, and I, I, did, I ruined it by
1: saying oh, I love spider
2: <laughs> I did once get a tweet from Richard Dreyfuss saying is there going to be another series of Alan Partridge?" <laughs> and I said yeah we're just doing a special at the moment and he just tweeted back saying oh great cool thanks yeah, yeah, yeah. I never
3: heard from him again <laughs> <laughs> and I got Alan, uh, what's that guy um, oh what's his name who wrote uh, who wrote Mary Tyler Murray's show James L. Brooks James L. Brooks occasionally writes to me, which is which is wonderful. Did you should have asked him about Mr. Holland's opus?
0: Uh, James Dreyfus, my favourite, favourite James Dreyfus. Yeah. yeah, I will be unfollowing yeah.
3: because of the film.
0: <laughs> Mr. You've Mr. got to, get, got to opus.
3: check out Mr
0: Holland's Opus. It's slightly <laughs> Mr. Mr Holland's okay. Opus.
3: Mr Holland's Opus is. I love that film because it's got that thing that every every inspirational schoolteacher <laughs> film has to have, which is there's a big concert at the end, and, and then uh, you cut to someone with a violin going, and then there's a guy with an electric guitar. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's in every. I'll tell you who did it as well. Jimmy McGovern did the exact same thing. Right. You a big concert it's like anything about inspirational kids they all end with a concert where someone plays an electric guitar and you're (laughs) supposed to lose your shit over it (laughs) it's
0: very very moving it's like goodbye Mr Chips but he has sex with one of the pupils I don't think he does but he does he fall I can't
3: remember I love with
0: these I mean it's only I'm not saying uh, Richard Dreyfuss did that I'll I'll tweet him now
3: (laughs) are we stretching your patience by the way yeah yeah, that's that's the idea (laughs) <laughs> we're like, okay. We keep going.
0: There's a, we're, look, we're an hour and uh, 15 minutes in, which is pretty good to wow. get to this point.
2: What's the longest you've done I think it? we've
0: done about 90 minutes, but right. usually it's about the hour point. Everyone goes a bit quiet and starts yeah. to yeah, yeah, cry. Yeah. It's yeah. like uh, it's like Stockholm Syndrome, though, then they get over it and then they become more friends. <laughs> <laughs> they trap us in a room long enough.
1: Yeah. The way okay. I figure uh, it
0: is, it's not really for these people here who've paid to see it. It's yeah, for the yeah, idiots at home who can't be bothered to spend a, a penny on
2: it. We were all watching Veep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Whereas we are going to kill you one by one until our demands are met. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, end, we'll end soon. I've forgotten to... Um, uh, probably quite... I was just thinking soon. about what you were saying about football earlier. About oh, yes. the, which is, uh, instead something of penalties... Something i know something about, thank God. Instead of penalties, if everyone did a party piece, <laughs> that might be quite
1: a
0: good
2: way of deciding it. <laughs> and
0: what the crowd decides which was the best yeah, yeah, yeah. if
2: all the players yeah. I had to do the manager cuz Roy Hodgson he. Speaks five languages, so that would be that. You'd get points for that, surely. And what the the crowd had to be promised not to be partisan
0: in their judging. Yes. We promised to vote for whoever was best. Yeah, that'd be nice. Did you? There's a great photo uh, of the of the French, uh, the Italians taking the penalty today, and behind the goal, mm. a guy in a big green wig had got his cock out <laughs> right, behind, right behind, which I presume was an attempt to put him off. I, again, <laughs> which I really imagined that, because he was running up to take it he just went oh. I think
3: it was the decisive penalty it would have to be pretty big to register to, to register enough to make you miss a penalty it would have to be like one of those giant hands they have over but Griffith was the goalkeeper
2: yeah. he should, it's all about distracting them it right? <laughs> just it.
3: the urge to hit it right at the cock would be so overpowering
2: he dived left but his cock went right and <laughs> managed to get it
0: uh, you've been writing. Uh, you've been writing a West End play, The Lady Killers. Yes, uh, yes. It's done very well. It's yes. not all right. Good, okay. I, I don't. don't want to step on your toes, but I um, I've got some ideas how you could improve it. Okay. And, uh, get it more popular. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you write again, but put a Shrek in it? Put a Shrek in it.
1: Because <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> he. I do like a Shrek. The same. <laughs>
1: I love Shrek
3: oh, yeah. he's a very popular character I, I prefer it when you say a hey, Shrek right, that's, right, that's right. funny put a Shrek in it that <laughs> no, is my
0: solution, <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> yeah. To mention that was, that yeah, was put a, a shrek note. in it.
3: Put
2: a shrek
0: in it. Yeah. Uh, a, what about Veep? Put, put a, a shrek, shrek in it. Fucking <laughs> not
3: isn't, isn't the most annoying thing about shrek the way everyone thinks Mike Myers' accent is good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he came in and he did this accent, and we yeah. thought, oh, we got to go with that. It's like no, <laughs> wait, move on from there. Trying to anyway
0: it could be the new Jump to Shark couldn't it for a sitcom if you, yeah they, they put a Shrek in <laughs> the Shrek <laughs> <laughs> they did this Shrek like, went, went Daniel very
2: quickly in the, the American like, office the new boss is a Shrek <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: hello
2: hello <laughs> <laughs> but it's never referred to no, no one no, else no, no, no. but it's played by Mike Myers because that's all he can do now
0: <laughs> well we may be getting towards the end of the podcast in the next half an hour or so so um, <laughs> is there any question Armando Unitsha you would like, always like to have asked Graham
2: Linnan <laughs> Well, what he doesn't know is that we, we cast him and Arthur in the Irish edition of Iron Man Partridge just to slow you down in your, in your, in your sitcom writing. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, a diversion.
3: And <laughs> it didn't work. No. I don't have a follow-up joke, Sorry. No,
0: sorry. <laughs> But that got a bigger laugh than the actual anecdote. So, uh,
3: <laughs> As I we, knew it would. <laughs> building all the time. It's like a student Levy routine. Uh, so, but <laughs> with a Shrek in it. Boy <laughs> a Shrek in it. I could change from put a sock in it. We could yeah. change the phrase. Oh, oh a Shrek put a Shrek, Shrek in it. In it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Leave it out. Put a Shrek in it. It'll be
3: all over EastEnders next yeah. year. Yeah. I saw, like, an e, I saw an EastEnders fruit machine once and uh, <laughs> yeah and, uh, and, and when it was left idle when no one was using it it just used to occasionally go "Well, oh, leave it at <laughs> just used to come out with like random phrases <laughs> really, really you and who's army <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the idea of an EastEnders it's fruit over <laughs> And
0: he's Lender's fruit machine. Like, mis- I want to gamble but be slightly miserable. As I'm, I want to get the misery in as I'm, as I'm gambling. This is a quote from you, Armando Yanucci. Mm. I'll be voting Lib Dem this election <laughs> because they represent the best chance in a lifetime to make lasting and, and fair change to how the UK is governed. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Is that why you got the OBE? Uh,
2: <laughs> from Nick Clegg. Do, do you still stand by that? No, I, <laughs> don't. I stand so far away from that that I'm I'm not even in Australia. I'm in New
3: Zealand. But it, the, it, we do keep getting fooled. That's something. Yes. We, we, we I remember uh, watching the uh, Blair win.
2: Yeah, and, and just the keep, feeling of. Oh
3: wow, you know yeah. it's all going to change for the better. It's all going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> i are going to get better, get better. You know, the like, Iraq. Oh, rock. oh. <laughs> mass murder. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be funny if the, the Lib Dems' campaign slogan theme for like the next election was "Abide with me." <laughs> <laughs> Just, I love the way I love the way we're all in this together has become such a poisonous term for the the Tories. It's supposed to mean everyone, you know, we are all in this together. But now it means like five people are all in this together, you know, Murdoch, uh, Jack the Ripper, (laughs) Peter Sutcliffe, you
2: know,
0: and Armando. Mm. are you diphylactic as the end of the road show credits claimed
2: no I remember that what does diphylactic mean
0: well if you don't know that I don't think you should be you can a, suck uh, your own cock no what? it you means uh, you cock. have two penises two penises yes
3: <laughs> oh, no 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 just no, got no. one one well, for easy sucking one down there <laughs> <laughs> a shoulder one for easy sucking <laughs>
2: I, I'm, I'm a one penis a day man
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> what you change it every day <laughs> Snap on right, the i to do an impression of this won't work in the podcast, but this is me uh, swinging my uh, shoulder penis up for a suck. <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. Come on. <laughs> Question time,
0: here I come. <laughs> There's no Tim Minchin miming having sex with his own anal prolapse, so no, that's, that's the it's only the second best mime of the series. <laughs> sex-based rhyme. My favourite uh, thing that I remember about you, Amanda, is when you were producing uh, a week ending, uh-huh. which was nice for us, because you employed me and Stu. I remember you
2: wrote about 60% We did,
0: But it was about the time before when yeah. Diane Messias was producing, mm-hmm. um, we got one sketch on in eight weeks of, of yes. 20 seconds long, so it was quite a relief yes. uh, to be able to eat some food when you were uh, producing, but you came in one day and you said, I've just been to the cinema, I went to see this film, it's good, it's called Good Fellows.
2: <laughs> 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 the best thing you've ever done. Oh, I've changed. <laughs> I remember you, you and Stewart wrote this sketch called The All New Adventures of the Birmingham Six. <laughs> Did it get on? Uh, yeah, it
0: did. At <laughs> right, yeah. uh, we...
2: the Burberry of 60, they just went on these adventures <laughs> <laughs> helping people, and they all had Irish accents. And it was just every week. I got so many letters from it, most of them just saying, What is the satirical. <laughs> and I just thought it just made me laugh (laughs) it was the all new adventures of the Birmingham Six (laughs) the all new (laughs) let's
0: forget about the old adventures they may or may (laughs) not have (laughs)
3: they've moved on since then they're all acquitted anyway we used to have one that we used to slip in uh, with uh, when we did Smith and Jones we'd slip in a fake sketch because after a while we were quite confident <laughs> and uh, it one, the one was called it was called Penis Beard and the whole the whole idea was that the pubic hair grew under the penis rather than over it <laughs> and people would say Mm, don't really get Penis Beard I said, really? I think that's a winner <laughs> That was literally the only joke. <laughs> Penis goes under. That doesn't happen. We, when we were writing the Weekending, there was a producer called Bill
0: Dare, who's gone oh, yes. on to fantastic success, but we wrote a sketch for him called Bill Dare's Bottom. So, but it was just a sketch about Bill Dare's Bottom. But we kept on submitting it in the hope he would get in. So it was unlikely to get in.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: But we did it anyway. So, um, oh, look, fuck it. Uh, probably, uh, I'm bored. Uh, probably...
3: <laughs> probably done enough do you, remember the,
0: do you remember the bit where uh, I've I'm, I'm seen myself as the kind of bagpuss of this uh, interview process <laughs> when I fall asleep everyone else falls asleep as well <laughs> um <laughs> We, Stuart Lee, we last week was talking about the, you know, when we, uh, we fell out slightly over on the hour, I suppose, mm. for mm. various reasons. Uh, but that you were on a plane. Do you remember being on a plane with him? And, cause he, he doesn't remember this either. <laughs> on a plane uh, with you him? Were, on a, on. We were on a plane going to Glasgow somewhere to do... Um, a plane to Glasgow? To do uh, something like... Uh, it was fi- we, we were doing <sighs> Fist of Fun or something. You know, okay. uh, Lionel Nimrod, which yes. used to be him. Oh, yes. yes. And we were flying in, there was very bad turbulence. <laughs> yes. And Stu turned to you and said, "Ah, oh, look, it doesn't really matter about all that stuff, does it? We're, do you remember this happening, well, so, what, so he, 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 kind he kind of made die. your piece because he, he, <laughs> he, he thought he was about to die. But he doesn't remember it, but it's in a book. So he, it uh, right. it's when he read that he realised he could probably work with you again, but it took, it took him 20 years to realise that that you that uh, have made it. Do not remember it? No. No, so how... This sto- I do remember it, but I, I have know, never told anyone that I, story.
2: But I just think most things are not real. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing. If you question anything you discover it's just, there's discrepancies.
0: Yeah. In, well, memory's very
2: unreliable as well. It is unreliable. I can't remember why I said yes to this. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sometimes not
0: even certain I did invent some. Partridge. I was that's pretending. <laughs> sometimes I think... <laughs> Well, it seems odd that I invented it, but I have no say. In... <laughs> but having I mean, then talked to you about it, then that just happens when you invent something, then someone else just takes it and uh, does yeah. what they want with it. Um, and on that note, no. <laughs> no,
3: on that bombshell.
2: No, on
1: that no. bombshell,
2: yeah. See, I that. hate the fact that I have to explain to my kids who love Top Gear that Jeremy Clarkson didn't come up with that catchphrase <laughs> yes. on that bombshell. It just... I, I despise the way that has happened that the world is like that (laughs) more than the Iraq war (laughs) more than the collapse of the euro (laughs) the fact that Jeremy Clarkson somehow gets credit
3: from my children (laughs) (laughs) but but when you show kids things like if they're my kids are five and seven and you show them things like I showed them the artist the other day and it has a bit where a dog comes and barks for a policeman and uh, to follow him and this woman goes follow he wants you to follow him (laughs) and the policeman goes really (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a, just a brilliant joke based on the convention of following. But my kids were just like, follow him! They didn't see, well, there's a whole kind of history behind that joke and stuff, you know. They just see things. Yeah. So they're getting all this Simpsons stuff and they don't realise the references and so yeah. it's just a bunch, of, a bunch of shit that happens. Which is how they described it to me once. They see, they, they see Simpsons as a documentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: I'm watching The Twilight Zone from the beginning at the moment. It's amazing how many episodes of The Twilight Zone are just in The Simpsons. You don't, you oh, don't wow. necessarily realise. I've just watched one which I did know with the How to Serve Humans. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I quite enjoyed this on the education talk about The Twilight Zone. I quite enjoyed it because basically, there's an alien comes to Earth. He's got a big head, he looks like and he's really tall. And he kind of says, Here's all these stuff we're going to give you because we love you and we want mm-hmm. world peace. And he has a book with him, but then he leaves the book on oh, the yeah. table, which I would say was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a foolish error of the man to leave. It. And they take this book and they're trying to translate it, mm-hmm. and they manage to translate the cover, which is how to serve humans. no. To, no. To, to serve, no, what is it? It's called to serve to humans. To serve humans.
3: So they think it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: but the, how does someone who's a cryptologist mm-hmm. uh, translate a three-word thing in, a, in an alien language? <laughs> but just three they can only translate to three words on the front and nothing else how would you manage to work out that those symbols meant to serve humans the first word looks like two (laughs) (laughs) and then then the excuse is when she finally works out and this is the spoiler alert everyone Mm-hmm. It's a cookbook. Wow. Uh, oh, I left a cookbook. She, there. she works at the, She says, "Oh, we couldn't do it because the front was in capitals and the and the insides in <laughs> small letters. So, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to translate three words of a language you knew nothing about." <laughs> That's not enough letters, even for a cryptologist. Uh, but the Simpsons were very funny, With they were going how to, how to cook for humans, how to cook 40 humans, how to cook. Right. Yeah. You know.
3: It's good. It's good, good. It's
0: good out. Might just talk it's Good about, out um, for
2: the podcast. Talk about what. Isn't, isn't, the like?
0: inter-
2: isn't the internet wonderful? Ooh, right. <laughs> I think it's good to leave it <laughs>
0: Leave it just dying. <laughs> let's see if we can build it up and no, let's just no. let it. Uh, so, I'm um, not going to do a competition. Questions from the audience. Not going to do a competition. This <laughs> a we can do it if you like. There we go. Make oh, it, a it'll joke. make it longer you, t- you do understand it'll make it longer
3: yeah someone said someone said no can we have the house lights up a pain. little bit
0: so we can see the hideous faces of the
3: right. trolls that enjoy this Gen- general
2: knowledge questions are always good as well <laughs> there's actually. a man
0: coming for you it's a nope. Mark Chapman moment for Armando Giannucci <laughs> That would be a fucking brilliant way to... And how ironic if, you know, you got actually murdered at the end of my chat show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be very like
3: something... I, I I'm sat sure. in this audience thinking that I'd hear a few amusing stories. <laughs> so I think I'm going to leave. <laughs> it's the only way to make it
0: stop is to kill us. That is the only way. Has anyone a question? Put your hand up and I'll have to repeat the question. I, I saw this hand first. What is your question, sir? I'm assuming it might be a lady, but it's a long way back. <laughs> <laughs> The fact you said it's "what" very in a very matters. high voice is not does not. I've got a question for Graham. As a person with a
1: strong opinions about computer game stories, have you ever wanted to write? Uh, computer uh, let to... me repeat
0: the question for the people at home. As so, someone with strong opinions about computer games, <laughs> uh, have you ever? Have you ever? I'm glad we turned this over to the audience. Have you ever? Now it's going to get interesting. Have you ever? Have. have. you ever wanted to write a computer game? I've done game? one.
3: I did a bit of work on Little Big Planet too. Just, just, oh, just yes, a sir. little tiny bit of script editing. And I don't even know whether they used it because they haven't sent me the game. And I refuse to buy it. And <laughs> <laughs> presumably you then have to play the game to get to the bit that you wrote anyway.
0: You wouldn't be able to yeah, jump. Yeah,
3: yeah. Although it was more of a general idea about yeah. the structure of it, okay. stu- storytelling stuff that they may not have... See, mm. the thing with computer games is they think they can bring you in and you'll write a few gags. And, and you know... And and kind of, but you can't really do that because because the worlds are so weird. There's nothing to hang on to to tell the gags. You know what I mean? So you, you have to be involved at a very early stage if you're going to make your mark. Although Alex Garland, who did um, The Beach and uh, Twenty Four Hours, he did Enslaved, and it really really shows. It's brilliant, you know, brilliantly written. If I leave
2: you the keys, will you lock up? <laughs> <laughs> the people at
0: home can always just turn off whenever they want. That's the thing; they don't have to listen That's to it. That's a all. good spot. And the thing is, you know, we can uh,
3: we can do. The I don't interesting understand people people, my generation, who don't play games. What What were you doing when you were a teenager? Did I did.
0: Ball- I played Football Manager 2 <laughs> yeah. I, I liked um, I liked Civilization. Oh, there, was yeah. civilization there was that brilliant Civilization 2 There was that brilliant story. Yeah, yeah. That guy recently. still playing. He's playing at uh, Civilization two. He's been playing for ten years, mm. and basically it's turned into nineteen eighty four. It's just three. They're perpetually, perpetually a war. bombing each other with nuclear bombs. Spies coming and They can never clean up in time. Yeah. So, so it's just living this kind of hellish life. But he's literally, it's not like 10 years of the game. He's been playing the game for 10 years. He's got to this point <laughs> yeah, yeah. where he's staying away and not thought, oh, I'll stop. I'll start, I'll start a new game. So, no, I'm going to see this through yeah, to the yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. See if I can turn this around. <laughs> yeah. Every time he makes peace with the Vikings. Yeah, they, the, they they start fucking, fighting. Yeah, they stab them in the back. It is frustrating. Vikings. so I know a little bit about. I, I prefer uh, like really, you know, um, uh, Yahtzee and stuff like that. Is what I like to yeah. play. Monopoly. I'm it's obsessed a solid with. Game. I'm obsessed with playing Monopoly against three pretend computer opponents. What? <laughs> and I always put the penguin, in, and I fucking hate the penguin. the, wait, and the penguin? There's a is penguin. The penguin and it's and it's and like Monopoly? a Monopoly world. There's all different like counters. They're different than. How the did
3: one. I forget there
0: was a penguin? No, there isn't in the ga- no, no, it's in the no. video oh. game but I hate the penguin and sometimes he beats me but not very often you just got to go for the
3: go for the orange ones it's really Origin it's a stations. real kick in the balls to know that a penguin is better at economic yeah. decisions
0: you know what's more of a kick in the balls that's why I have an it's account. not even a real penguin that's That's <laughs> anyone else got a question not about video games Andy McH well, you've been a loyal supporter of my podcast and you, now you, his return. you get to ask a question don't mess it up <laughs> what is your question it's another question for Graham. It looks like Graeme's more popular with the audience than Armando <laughs> so far. Yeah, so far it's embarrassing if Armando doesn't get a question. That's why
3: I opened it up. These look like my kind of
1: people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the question is, have you tried turning it on and off again? I'm you out of here. You know <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Should more people on Twitter post pictures of
3: themselves on the toilet? Yeah, no, I did. Do you know this? Did you see this? I I recently saw a headline, the, the Huffington Post, that said, Is this picture of Kim Kardashian too sexy? So I deleted the link and replaced it with a picture of myself straining on the toilet quite naked and, and I, 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 showed it, I showed it my wife took it you know and we were in the room and I said really How this is going to be, be online forever this is going to be online forever and she said she was like please do it please please do it she, she literally said I'll have sex with you all the time and uh, and so I posted it and and it hasn't it hasn't, so to speak, hit me in the face again <laughs> since. But yeah, it is out there. That was—I love it. It's an doing interesting like philosophical
0: question: whether it's possible for something to be too sexy, isn't it? <laughs> well, <I> was, <laughs> but that was the thing. Point. I've never at seen a
3: headline point. designed to make men go. ooh I don't know. Could something be too sexy? <laughs> <laughs> it's Graham Linnet on <laughs> <and> the <laughs> toilet. Yeah but even they click
0: on the actual thing and they go actually that is too sexy that is, that is no longer yeah, it's yeah, so I sexy it's question. no longer sexually arousing <laughs> yeah, it's, it's made my penis go inside myself. yeah
3: yeah yeah it's given me yeah, an innie <laughs> a hard off there's someone
0: right in the back someone right in the back I can't see if they're even human they could be an ape of some kind they bought their ticket very late they shouldn't really be rewarded. Shout out your question. This is for Armando. It's for
1: Armando.
0: Thank Yay! you. 2-1. 2-1. He's lost. <laughs> lost on penalties. Armando, any chance of any more of the day today? Any chance of any more of the day today, Armando? Any chances of any more... I want to ask you, is there any more chances of any more end-of-the-road shows? <laughs> <laughs> the four-episode-long Radio 4 series <laughs> that to me and Stu wrote and someone's leaving. There we go, that's it. With uh... you to get this train so I've got to go oh you've got to go that's fair enough I did tell you on Twitter you had to get that train for your restraining order there <laughs> <laughs> you had to be home by 11 <laughs> thanks for coming though it's alright wasn't it do you enjoy it that's good yeah it's good yeah. So. <laughs> it's alright yeah, yeah. it was average good Are there going to be any more day to days on that? I think the problem with. I'm going to answer this question for you, Armando. uh, The problem with the day to day is that what has happened subsequently in the news is more ridiculous than what happened in the day to day. And I I think that what you did on the day to day caused that, and if you did something worse, it would just make the news even worse (laughs) in the future. It
3: is bit... amazing how no lessons were well, learned Well, that's the thing. At all. They, they don't understand.
2: I remember watching, not, not that long ago, uh, an item on the, on, the, on the news where they were talking about it was the end of the space shuttle. That's right. It was the last flight of the space shuttle. And it was John Simpson was standing there in the, in the, uh, in the era when newsreaders stood, which was about four or five years ago. And as he was talking about the space shuttle, a three-dimensional space shuttle came in... And flew around her <laughs> and then landed next to her. And be I great just. If got if he
3: got on it and kind of <laughs> <it out>.
2: Waving. <laughs> him <laughs> and Emily Minkless just. T- until the news tomorrow. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> and, and then, and so I I just what's the point I mean
3: it's what I was saying reality there's there's I saw saw Humphreys on uh, on uh, um, uh, Mastermind and the special subject we would bring that up the special subject (laughs) the special subject was day to day and and Brass Eye and stuff yeah oh really and uh, and and the guy says um, you know he's talking about Brass Eye or something or or both of them and he says oh yeah no it's really good it's really good and Humphrey says I'll have to take your word for it (laughs) It's like, oh, well, you know, it shows that you never watched it. You well, I once prick. was watching Mastermind...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was once watching Mastermind, and someone had chosen Alan Partridge. as I thought, right, great, let's see if we can... And he, he did better than me. <laughs> I can not Because you got the question, who
0: invented Alan Partridge? Right? <laughs> 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 Let's have. We should end it there because that was brilliant. But um, <laughs> let's have. Let's have one more question. Let's see if we can carry on so long that everyone's no. left. No, no. <laughs> You're so not going to be doing <laughs> penalties. At go the end, out
3: and isn't a it? round of applause. Go out and something big. The, well, we big will. well, We'll Let's see if we can do it. Let's do that song we were going to do. I like, <laughs> actually, I, I went to see Bob Hope live, and uh, uh, sorry, my last story. But, but it was when he was really old, and right. he should not have been touring. And he was on with his wife, and his wife did that thing where she said, "She said, uh, Bob, do you remember? Do you remember that song we used to sing? The <laughs> old you know, song uh, about." Uh, you know, promises that were made and things like that. And Bob says, who are we doing tomorrow? Is it ABC or NBC? <laughs> and, she, and she says, no, Bob, we're, we're on stage at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> Is it NBC or ABC? ABC. It was, it was so sad. Oh, dear, I, but it, yeah. but it, it was one of those things where it was so bad mm. that we really got the giggles. We had laughed watch it. <laughs> and in the end, it was a good show. Because we, we, we laughed a yeah. lot. <laughs> this is how he danced at one point. He, like, he couldn't stand up. It was terrible. Who's speaking about out tour? The thing that made us really laugh was picturing the manager, this kind of guy with an eye patch. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're on stage at the Royal Albert Hall at one point he he wondered he he did this he went like this and the band leader went oh shit and kind of and pulled him back it was amazing it was well worth the 50 quid (laughs) if only
0: you had applauded there we could have ended I thought it was good enough (laughs) (laughs) thank
1: you very much
3: Thank you. To my
0: guests, Amanda Iannucci, Graham Lennon. Thank you very much. See you next time. we are back in the autumn with some more. Thank you. Come on. You have been listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. It was all right, wasn't it? Thank you. Thanks to my guests, Graham Lennon and Armando Iannucci. Uh, it was produced by Ben Walker. The music is by Pest. It's thanks very much to Mark, Orange Mark, at the British Comedy Guide, and everyone who has helped out here at the Leicester Square Theatre to make this such a wonderful success. I'm welling up. Uh, it has been a Fuzz and Sky Potato production for the internet. Bye! How'd you like them Sky Potatoes? <laughs> You have been listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Rahul Esteper, That was the last one in the series. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed it, why not go and buy some stuff? I am doing two shows at the Edinburgh Fringe, Talking Cock, The Second Coming, and Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast. You can get tickets for both of those at edfringe.com. Hurry up, they're selling fast. Uh, And you can also buy the book of Talking Cock, along with lots of my DVDs and Fist of Fun. Series 1 and shortly Series 2 at www.gofasterstripe.com. Also, you might want to listen to producer Ben's other podcast, Do the Right Thing. It's on iTunes and the British Comedy Guide. It's Ace. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back in the autumn with some more. Woo!